A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely little couple, except they're not. We're back after our epic Pride Month. Woo! Yes. Welcome to A Gay and a Non-Gay. What is going on? Oh, I mean, it was just such an emotional month. Franco Stevens was my fave. I'm obsessed. The Willem and Latrice tea was hot. Yes. Adele, Roberts <laughs> and Kate Olness were amazing. Um, Justin Lance Black was amazing. Tom Adam was hysterically funny. Dustin Lance Black was just like life-changing, really. Really? I mean, it made me feel so... I just feel like I'm not a good enough gay because he's such a good gay. <laughs> like, he's such an iconic person. That retelling of the gay marriage situation and Prop 8 in America was just affirming. Yeah. I don't have the words. I just don't have the words. He has the words. I don't have the words. He has the words for conversion therapy and, and gay marriage, and I'm just in awe yeah, of him. Yeah, I would agree. You'd agree that I'm not as good as him. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. We are playing two huge festivals this summer and Dan and I are both so excited to see you in person. Yes, we are. You can see us at Underbelly Festival on September the 10th um, in Cavendish Square in central London. We're so excited, I think, collectively just to do a gig. <laughs> it's going to be fun. And we're playing Manchester Pride's Big Weekend and loads of you have been asking like what we're going to do at Manchester Pride's Big Weekend. So I am now officially revealing what Dan and I are doing at Manchester Pride's Big Weekend. We are playing a versus DJ set. <laughs> yes, you can check out our only again a non-gay playlist on spotify which will give you a good idea of some of the tunes that might get dropped during our set at manchester pride and basically the only song dan and i really agree on is carly ray jepsen so we'll probably just play an hour of carly ray jepsen song yeah i was about i was about to say that's not true but it probably is true because i've been listening to our playlist quite a lot on spotify but i normally just listen to my songs that's plus so cool. um so well cool. if i'm out running or whatever when genie g comes on that's no use to man or beast is it like, <laughs> Yes, it, really it is. There's no way that you've been listening to some of the songs in there. I have. Yes, I have. Okay, Thank what you. Have you, I what absolutely have. What have you been have. listening to? I don't remember well, the names they of them, if I'm honest. They're just... They're very I impactful. Mean, they're, I, I was about to say they all sound the same. They, they obviously don't. Bruce Springsteen, amazing. In the end, Linkin Park, what a True. song. Nirvana's in there. I love I, that too. Yeah, I well do into. skip the Nirvana song, to be fair. That was it your choice. I didn't... I wouldn't... It's too much it's too obvious it wasn't my choice yeah but I didn't say play smell I didn't say put smells like teen spirit in it's too obvious I do like Ace of Base All That She Wants very much very very much it's a great song when it came out I don't think I clocked the lyrics All That She Wants Is Another Baby She's Gone Tomorrow but All That She Wants Is Another Baby away right well what's that about well it's basically saying you're, you're, you're sort of saying it like you know what it's what, about or like everyone does but I have no is idea is it not about is it not her saying to somebody look sleep with this girl and do one and then give her a baby because that's all that she wants and then you can just live your life isn't that what they're saying i honestly have no what idea. did you think it was about i never thought about <laughs> it hang on i'm googling it now so it's a girl talking about somebody that she knows isn't it she'll be gone just like she'll do one just no no it doesn't mean it like that it means like a baby is in like oh hey baby you know just like another guy i don't think she wants to get pregnant and then say see you later to a guy and just cash in on the but that's the, exactly um, what's happening in that song isn't it no it's not I think she's just like in a bad way and she just wants to have sex with someone because she needs that connection I mean I just I relate to this song on a lot of levels oh uh, actually you're right the word baby um, is synonymous with boyfriend that's really misleading it's really not it really is all that she wants <laughs> all not, that she wants it's not misleading because it doesn't matter like she's not come up to you and said oh I want another baby and you're like giving her a child and then you've been misled no, but it's not about being misled it's, uh, I do, yes but I don't mean the content is misleading what I mean is the, the version I thought it was until two minutes ago isn't misleading the guy it's saying look 
can you just take one for the team? Why would someone just want to get up the duff like that? Well, because people do. I don't know that's if that's absolutely true. Absolutely true. true. What? Has someone literally come up to me like, oh, would you come home with me? And just, has that ever happened happen to you? to me. It doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Has it happened to friends? No, but it, it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. I don't well, think don't... that's an... I'm not straight. I'm not non-gay, but I'm pretty sure women don't just go up to someone on a night out or swipe them on Tinder and go, you know what? I'd really love to just get another baby. Like, could you just come over and like get me? That does happen. It does go on. I'm not saying I'm not involved in it. Of course I'm not. But um, so it doesn't mean it doesn't go on. Anyway, if you want to get tickets to our Underbelly show in London, go to gaynongay.com forward slash live. Yes, and you can expect to hear Ace of Base bangers like that. Anyway, Only Again and Non Gay is out now on Spotify. Uh, it's a partnership with Attitude magazine and it's amazing. There's so many bangers on it. Well, at least half of them are bangers. Very true. A gay and a non-gay. I found Pride Month to be really actually quite straight. Did you notice this as well? It felt like the straightest Pride Month on record, actually. Like, I know there are rainbows everywhere and everyone changed their Twitter icons and stuff, but, like, it did actually feel incredibly straight. Football, for one. That's always been everywhere on alternate years, hasn't it? Yeah, I know, but it's just like, that's that's everywhere. And there's that whole, like, UEFA argument about the Germany stadium not going, not turning to a rainbow flag because they were playing Hungary and they think that's political when it's not because Hungary are basically violating human rights laws by introducing this, like, Section 28 nonsense in their society. So that's one thing. That annoyed me. And then Ed Sheeran brought new music out, which is also really straight because he's, like, king of the straights right. in my mind. Um, but you're all over him when he came and into then, I mean, actually, I, he did come on our radio show and I wasn't really all over him. I was just doing my job. What's all over know. him mean? <laughs> I didn't listen, but I just... <laughs> you posted an Instagram photo with him. Yeah, but I wrote, happy ginger pride. I mean, it, it's not exactly, oh my God, I'm so excited and happy that Ed Sheeran's back, is it? <laughs> I wanted to write happy straight pride, but I felt like that was a little too much. So I just kept it neutral and wrote happy ginger right. pride. And what did you say to him on the radio? <laughs> Nothing really. I, I don't remember saying anything particularly emotive like i'm so glad you're back <laughs> i think i think i just was like oh you're back amazing like how are you feeling you know just like that yeah. kind of rubbish i mean i don't want a bad talk him he's a lovely guy and i know that he has a lot of lgbtq plus fans and he's a gay icon really because he's kind of an outsider that has made it so that's very queer but everyone loves him right so it's just a bit like oh it's so mainstream it's very mainstream right. you know and i think sometimes gay people like to feel a bit outside of the mainstream a bit like you right with your metal things but your whole your whole radio show is mainstream, isn't it? It is, but we do play. We did play Born This Way today to celebrate the end of Pride Month. We play Born This Way, Pride every like, day. Thank now. God, Pride's but, over. Know. Here's Lady Gaga. Shade. I noticed this on an article that we were in in Attitude magazine. James Barr is quoted as saying, "I think gay people spell differently. We've created our own language where we deliberately misspell things." Right. Now, <laughs> I, I actually wrote about this on Twitter and I called myself an idiot, spelled I-D-Y-O-T. But actually, I think a lot of people agreed with me as well. And I've had a few tweets and messages from people saying, yeah, we definitely spell differently. But then I've also had other gay people be like, no, that's not are you? Are you so, can I guess where you're going with this? Are you, are you going to try and say that spelling correctly is like a straight thing? And therefore, no. therefore like you're being like subversive by... You know, spelling idiot incorrectly, for example, is that is that what you? I mean, that's a great that's a great that you, reason. But it's not. I'll it's go not. With that. But is that what you're getting? At? It is though. <laughs> no, I just think the way we spell is the way we talk, and because of shows like Drag Race, where words like "hi" have been completely appropriated into mainstream gay culture, I think we just end up spelling like that. So it's like "hey" rather than "hey." 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, but that's I'm just not, spelling that's not how spelling, I speak. That's not like that's not a spelling error, is it? That's that's like slang. Well, yeah, but that's my point. That's why we spell. I never said it was a spelling error. I said we spelt differently because spelling error is when you make a mistake yeah. in spelling. But I think I'm saying that we deliberately spell things differently, or we deliberately lowercase things or uppercase things to make a point. I think we put personality into the way we write. Right. But you make quite a lot of. I mean. Rightly or wrongly, you make quite a lot of spelling errors that aren't that. No, I think I don't. I, no, I think what I'm saying is I'm just spelling things differently because it's my personality. I've always said this, actually. I've always said, like, when I've spelled things wrong, that like, actually you shouldn't come for me because it's, like, who I am. Right. But as I said in this article, there's not some sort of secret language where people don't know where to put an apostrophe. And that's not, like, a gay thing. No, I think I would deliberately not put apostrophes in words because I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, can you, can you not do that? Give me an example of a word with an apostrophe. Well, so you don't understand the difference between when something is possessive and plural. So what? Right, exactly. Like that is, I don't even know what you mean, and that is so boring. Like, am I in an English class? Am I 15? Well, you didn't like, listen, no. in, an, you didn't listen in an English class when you were 15. That's why you now to have a conversation about it now. No. So a plural. Just well, I am, if you let me finish. A plural. So like fridge. What's the plural of fridge? Fridges. So therefore that doesn't have an apostrophe because it's not possessive. It's plural. Whereas if somebody was called fridge and I said, hi, fridge. Or hi, James. Have you spoken about fridges money? The money belongs to the person called Fridge, therefore it has an apostrophe in it. So it is quite simple. By the way, why have you got a I don't, but Fridge? I've, That's I don't, very I, straight I, of you. Like, oh, have you, <laughs> oh, mate, Fridge is coming out tonight. We Personally, I would just spell correctly. Maybe that is the difference between a gay and a non-gay. Maybe we finally cracked it. I don't feel like that's the case. I feel like a lot of gay people are like very anal about spelling, as everybody should be. A lot of gay people are anal, quote Dan Hudson, 2021. Um, do, you not think, do, you not th- do you not think it's true that a lot of gay people are very anal uh. about, about spelling? About, 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 uh, Why are you not because laughing? It, because I've heard that joke a million times. It's not funny. <laughs> Somebody tried to accuse me of making a spelling mistake the other day. It was- oh my God. God help them for trying to, trying to accuse you of making a spelling mistake. And actually, I think it had been done by a gay person, the spelling error, but it was, tri- it was passed off to me. I didn't check it, <laughs> and therefore it looked like right. So you're now agreeing. Like with I you. had made the error. What I was can't the mistake? Remember, but it was it was a bad one. Well, they're all bad. So I mean, I think I, I don't worry too much about spelling mistakes. I don't worry about I them. I don't worry about life. them because I don't make them. You've just spent the last five minutes talking about them. Send my love to your mate Fridge, by the way. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to A Gay and a Non-Gay. I'm James Barr. He's Dan Hudson. And we're both back on stage, live, performing in front of your very eyes at Undervalley Festival London on Friday, September 10th, 2021. And we cannot wait to see you. Get tickets now at gaynongay.com forward slash live. This will be our biggest, gayest show ever. Tap gaynongay.com forward slash live into your phone right now and we'll see you there. Right, let's get back into today's episode. A gay and a non-gay. I have so much to tell you, it's ridiculous. All right, well, go on then, what's, what's going on? Well, firstly, have you noticed anything different? You've told me that you've had Botox, but I can't... I Thank can't, you! I, I can't see that. Where have you had it? That's a very personal question, Dan. I, what, have you had it in your knob or something? Uh, I've had it at the side of my face and then also just in the lower half of my forehead. Right. Because I'm so fair when I'm in the sun, I'm always, doesn't matter how sunny it is, it could be a grey cloud, it could be like a cloudy sky, I'll always be like squinting. So it's just, I'm just prevented, it's just preventative. Right. But yeah, I mean, it's 
I do, but when I'm walking around, if it's grey, like I just explained, I still right. squint. So okay. yeah, it just means I won't get lines there anymore. I feel weird talking about this because I don't want to like encourage other people to do it. So how often do you have to top it up? I think it can wear out within four months. Right. I'm really happy with it. I've had a lot of people be negative about it. They've been like, why are you doing that? Like your face is great. You look great as you are. But it's not really about that. It's about how you feel, isn't it? This whole aesthetics conversation, it's a lot. And I understand why people are against it. But I think if you want to do something to your body, then that should be allowed. Like you have autonomy over yourself. And so do what you want. And I'm honestly doing it for healthy reasons. <laughs> I just wanted to look younger. Healthy. Uh, now I think I probably do officially look 28 so what happens when you move your forehead or oh i can still move it basically i kept going on instagram and having to use a filter and now i don't i don't hate my face as much and i think that's that's really like all we can ask for into i mean i sound so vapid don't i well i mean the use of the phrase having to use a, a filter like somebody's got a gun to your head yeah but they, they do i do have a gun to my own head that's how my brain works i constantly have a gun to my head telling myself that i'm not good enough or that i'm ugly right. or uh, it's nice to just you know freshen myself up a bit and i'm fine talking about it it's it's my decision i don't recommend anyone else does it unless they feel like they want to but i'm really happy i think more people than you know have botox do you no. want some do we no how old you don't do look any now? different to me yes i right really? now but i mean you might do if you were stood in front of me you see that's a good thing i feel i think it's good that i don't look different because i think that's the key to it like it's subtle and i'm not doing it to look different i'm doing it to look and feel like me still so if i still look like me but yet when i look in the mirror i see a slightly better version then that's basically i've basically right. won if i start having lip fillers then like stop me because i don't want to go down that road i'll bear that in mind another probably not healthy thing i've done is i stopped seeing a therapist my therapist said that i could just like chill out for a bit so i stopped seeing my therapist and i've also stopped taking antidepressants about three oh, really? weeks ago and so i'm doing really well thanks for asking why well, do you like... not ask but i mean you, you were telling me anyway so i don't feel like we do actually ask each other how we are enough how are you <laughs> you've just you just answered i think that. i'm all right i don't know am i all right all the things i just told you sound like i'm not all right well not really like if you're coming off antidepressants surely that's a positive is it though that's a really good wow that's a really difficult question i think yeah i guess it is actually i hadn't seen it like that i guess it means that i'm more in control of my emotions so yeah i guess it is a good thing but i still like it's this this conversation was always going to happen because it was inevitable that i might stop taking them but the thing is they're so great and i would go back i just felt like i'd got to a point post pandemic where i wanted to feel my emotions a bit more a bit more strongly like i wanted to have i wanted to be annoyed if something was unjust and I wanted to be upset if something was really powerful. Oh my God, can I tell you my first cry? It was Little Nas X's song, Sun Goes Down. There's a really beautiful lyric about feeling different. And I just stepped into his world for a second and just made me burst into tears. And I was like, oh my God, yes, I'm having a tear. Like, brilliant. And yeah, that's, that's what it's about, really, I think. It's about just being able to feel something. So have you not cried this whole time? No, not for like two years. Oh, really? No, I haven't been able to. I mean, I find it hard to cry anyway, but... They, as I said before, they like act as a bouncy castle for your emotions. So if you're on antidepressants or if you're on the right ones or, or like they're all different. But my ones felt like I was just kind of not able to go too far down or too far up. I was just being like held in the middle, which is great. But sometimes I think it's also just important as a human to feel I wanted to feel my full experience. So what happens if you do like, for example, if you do the London Marathon or if you do, if you do any marathon, for example, it's well documented that like 
18 miles in or whatever people start crying because of the nearly done and the emotion of it and all the rest of it surely in in that situation would you are you still like not gonna come through i can only answer that for myself but i don't know i'd have to do it i guess i think it just put me in like a permanently like chill state okay i don't think i'm as chill now but i'm i'm good okay I mean, I'll definitely, I feel like I will definitely end up back on them in like two weeks. Well, well, congratulations. <laughs> no, don't do Why? that. That's wrong. Why? Because antidepressants are also great and also something to congratulate someone for taking, right? So. Yeah, but equally. Well, equally, yeah, I guess so. But also, if you were taking antidepressants, congratulations to you because they're amazing and they're, they're you. They're important and you're taking control yeah. of yourself. So. That's why I feel weird about coming off them because I feel like I'm no longer taking control. Well, I am actually. I'm taking, I sound like a Brexiteer. I'm taking back control. Yeah. The best way to put it actually is that they've helped me to, to get control and I've still got that control even without them, but I wouldn't have had it without them. Does that make sense? They've helped me clear the fog of depression and now I'm, I'm still on the road. I'm still on the journey. Thanks for listening this week, guys. Thanks for listening, babes. Do the admin and support a gay and a non-gay. Visit gaynongay.com slash donate.